Hello, everyone, and welcome to Between the Lines. I'm Sean and Bessie, and I'm here with Sarah M. Eden, Esther Hatch, and Tracy Abramson. It's good to be with you again. Today, we are going to be talking about our characters, and in particular, the character traits that we enjoy including in our books. So um, recently, we all attended Storymakers Conference in Utah, and one of the presenters there was Jennifer Nielsen. And I'm assuming that most of our listeners are familiar with Jennifer. She is a phenomenal writer, and um, she's the author of among other books and series, the False Prince series, which I read many years ago and loved. Anyway, during one of her classes, uh, when Jennifer was presenting, she admitted that almost all of her heroes, heroines, have one characteristic in common, and that is courage. Courage is really important to Jennifer, and she puts it in her books. And I just thought that that was so interesting, that that this quality that is so important to her is something that she likes to share through her fiction. So I wanted to ask you, as I've been pondering this, um, I know we all have a goal to write uplifting books, um, and we want our readers to feel something through our books. So is there a specific character trait that you feel so strongly about that you see it reoccurring in your books? I think for me, probably the main one is honesty. Like it always seems like that is a big thing for all of my characters. But another one, and somebody else's, like other people have mentioned it to me and I'm like, okay, I can totally see it was patriotism. Because, yeah. you know, having that background from the CIA and working so close with the military for so many years, I think that just seeps through even though I didn't realize it did. Yeah, I love that. And I can totally see that in your books. <laughs> I think for me, it's kindness. Um, I, I just feel like there's, there are too many people in the world who don't experience enough kindness. And so if I can bring some of that through my books, through my writing, um, then it's, I don't know, kind of a gentleness that can come through. Yeah, just like you say, you know, you can see the honesty and patriotism in, in Tracy's. I see I see kindness in yours too. Like I that I'm going, yeah, that's totally Sean's books. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot easier to see it in other people's books yes. than in our own, I think. One hundred percent. And yet I was telling the ladies before we got started, this is something I actually think about very intentionally when I write. So I think I've gotten better at spotting it in my books because I've sat down and really thought about it. But it is really fun when you've read enough of another author's books to realize, okay, this is like a core character trait for the books that they write. You know, I love that. For me, I think the one that threads through probably every book I've written is characters who are hopeful, characters who who either have hope or who are striving for it, like someone to whom that's really important, mm -hmm. um, regardless of their circumstances, regardless of their struggles. If I can have a character who is at least hopeful, I feel like that is a, a driving force behind not just the characters I create, but the decisions they make, which means okay. it also is a, a core part of the plots that I write because that is one of their, their motivations. So yeah, characters who are hopeful, that's, I think, one of my big core character traits. And I think that's one of the reasons why people love your book so much. Oh, yeah. 
I was going to say, it's so fun to hear what everybody says, because I totally see it and, yeah. and see why people love your books. Like it's such like important things that that are core parts of our books. Um, I think I am going to claim being a little bit like Jennifer Nilsson. Um, I, I feel like mine is probably bravery, which is kind of close to courage. <laughs> so, so I will take that any day to like emulate her any day. So um, I just feel like um, bravery at some point, all of my characters have to choose to be brave. And so I, I, I think as I thought about it, that was the one I picked that, um, yeah. that I've, I've, and I've definitely thought about it before, but it's fun doing it in this format of like, right. like I usually yeah. think about it individually for books versus like, what do all of my books have? Yeah, and I think most of them have that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I love that. I love that. So, so do you think that those particular character traits or qualities are things that you look for in a book that you read as well. Um, for me, as I was thinking about this a little earlier, unlike Sarah, I haven't actually thought this through before. <laughs> and so I had this aha moment um, where I thought, you know, I've always really struggled with books where the main characters are snarky. And so my aha moment was, that's because I like kind people. I like kind <laughs> characters. I don't like the ones that are snarky. And uh, so anyway, I'm, I think that's going to actually affect me. Now that I've cognitively made that connection, um, it, it's, it's just really interesting what so many of these things you do subconsciously. Yeah. I, I, I had to think about this too. I'm like, do I search out that type of book? And I don't, I don't know. I don't know that I search it out so much, but I probably do like the books better when they mm -hmm. emulate that. And mm -hmm. I think part of that comes from the fact that I do like characters that choose their own path. And um, usually that takes some bravery. I think even quiet characters can be brave and need oh, to be sure. brave. Yeah. For I, think, sure. I think a lot of you guys picked um, traits that you are great at and I don't know that I'm great at bravery and so like I think that's also part of the reason why I enjoy reading about people who are brave I enjoy writing people who are brave because sometimes I feel like I walk around the world a little bit scared <laughs> so yeah well you have a good facade because I would never have guessed that right it's <laughs> my trick <laughs> it's that fake it till you make it right I mean yep. that's what yeah. we got going yeah. on here yeah, I think with me, I tend to like characters who, again, it kind of comes to that kindness, people who care about others, like that'll go out of their way um, to to help somebody else that, and sometimes it's somebody who's, that's their journey is to go from I'm totally self-centered to finding a way to care about others. I'm fine with that. But I do want to see that, that characteristic at some point in the book or, you know, that's just kind of what I, what I lean toward. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think like you said, sometimes those character traits that we love in characters aren't there when we first meet those characters. But for those of us to whom it's kind of an important character trait, seeing them working on it or developing it endears you so much to those characters yeah. because mm -hmm. you think, okay, here they go. Mm -hmm. And I think mm -hmm. that's what I'm drawn to most when I read books is characters who are trying to yeah. be better or do better, that they actually want to be 
you know, a good person or a better person, or they want to work on the things they're struggling with. I think the, the types of characters I struggle with the most are those who, I don't know, don't have any desire to improve as a person. Right. And because the books I write and the books I love most to read are very character driven, I think I struggle if I don't feel like the character is trying to grow and improve. And as Esther was talking, I thought that's actually my phone. <laughs> okay. That's right. I'll it wasn't me. I'm not calling it. It was me this time. As Esther was talking, I kind of had a moment where I thought, this actually makes so much sense from the viewpoint she was looking at it. And I think what we love to see in characters we're reading or writing about are characters who either have the traits we wished we had or wished we had more naturally or the things we work on as characters. I think we love to see characters becoming what we'd like to become, but also struggling with the things that we struggle with. There's a connection that we feel there. So yeah, I think that's why I love characters who are working to be better because I feel like that is what we're all doing in our lives, hopefully, trying to be better people in whatever way we need to improve. That's so true. And I think that all of us, when we're reading, we want to see a reflection of ourselves in the character. You know, we want to be able to connect. And that includes both that they have struggles, but also that they can overcome those weaknesses and find that happily ever after. I mean, that's, we right. want it for ourselves and we want to see it at the book, in the book. I mean, in, at least for all of us, we all like happily ever afters at the end. So, right. Yeah. I think um, writing romance, when we talk about bravery, I think um, you actually usually do have to be brave to make a connection with someone so deeply that you want to right. spend the rest of your life with them. Oh, so sure. I feel like for me, it's always been like a natural part of the writing romance genre is to give these characters this moment where they have to choose happiness. And, um, and so I think that's a lot where this character trait comes into my writing as to why it fits so well with my books and my style. Um, it's because that romance aspect is so important to me in my books that, um, that I like to have most of my characters have to go through a moment like that, where, where it's not the easy path necessarily to fall in love but mm -hmm. but it is the the right one and the one that will bring them the most happy so happiness yeah. yeah yeah I love that and and I think that we've all received similar comments about our books when for me what makes writing worthwhile is when someone will come up to me and they will say that they had been going through a really hard time or they had been sitting in the hospital next to a family member's bed or they had just lost someone they loved or what, what gone through a bad illness, whatever it is, and that reading one of our books has lifted them, has helped them. And I think a lot of that comes from the fact that we all try to write morally upright characters who are brave and who are kind who and are hopeful and are loyal and, and all of those things that as humans, we really crave to have those in our own lives and in the lives of those around us. And, and, uh, and so, I don't know, I think helping to restore people's faith in humanity, the world, their life, that's a big 
part of why we write. I hope I'm not putting words in your mouths, but I've talked to you <laughs> enough that I think that this is correct for all of you. <laughs> but on the flip side, in order to write a book that has any conflict, most of the time you've got to have some characters that aren't necessarily virtuous or lovely to have this this conflict. Um, in Tracy's books, we would label them the bad guy. The <laughs> <laughs> one we're always trying to find. The one we're always trying to find that she doesn't know the name of until the very end. So if if you have to write a bad guy or a villainous character or someone that your readers aren't even supposed to like very much, how do you do that in such a way that it doesn't darken the whole book? Honestly, I think that's the hardest part of writing suspense. But I think one of the reasons why a lot of times people don't see mine as being quite as dark as a lot of other suspense authors is because I, I'm always looking at... Um, Basically, the hero is that everyone is the hero of their own story, and that includes your villain. So your villain is doing doing whatever he's doing or whatever she's doing for a reason. And if you can kind of get to the core of, you know, why are they? And it, it's rarely just a bad childhood. You know, it's there's usually more to it. What what is motivating them to move forward? Um, and if you can get to the heart of that, you tend to have a more like you don't necessarily sympathize or empathize with the, the character, but you at least can follow that they have a logic and a pattern that they're following. So, and you know, it's the same in life. You know, if somebody offends you, it's half the time they just didn't realize they said, said it and it was taken the way it was. So it's like, what does that other person mean with their actions? So I just do that in my books and which is why I never know what people, who it is because they're just acting like normal people. And I don't know why they're mean. <laughs> Tracy's approach is villains in disguise. Yeah. <laughs> they all have brown bags on their one, heads. It's it's well, the, every time I name one, I'm like, but what is he up to? Like, why is he doing what he's doing? And then it takes me the whole book to figure it out. So either way, I'm still stuck. Oh, yeah. If your characters would just talk to you, I know. It would simplify they really need to be more conversive. <laughs> I think for me, one way to to have the the overall feel that I like in the books that I write, even when I have um, quote unquote bad guy characters or villains or characters who who aren't striving to be good people <laughs> um, is I was going to say balance, but I think it's actually slight unbalance. Um, you need not just the characters who are trying. You need not just you know the good to balance out the not so good in your characters, but I feel like for me, at least, I want readers to walk away feeling like the good outweighs mm -hmm. the bad, feeling like the the power for a character that comes from being the kind of person we would want to be um, gives them greater ability to overcome. That You walk away feeling like being good and striving and trying harder is, is a going to outweigh the things that we struggle against and the things we strive against. So I think for me, the way I can include characters that don't fit that core character trait that I like is to make sure that the balance tips toward hope and the balance mm -hmm. tips toward um, kindness and loyalty and bravery and those things that we do value. If the balance tips, then you can walk away from it feeling uplifted, even if not every single character involved um, fit what it was you're aiming for. 
Oh, that's so perfect. And I agree completely. I, I've had many people approach me and say, I've never read a Viking book that isn't just full of blood and gore and nastiness. And, and it isn't that there weren't nasty people in The Call of the Sea, but like you said, Sarah, you have to have the good outweigh the bad. You have to show that because you're a good person, ultimately you can overcome. And so if we don't have any bad, then our books are completely unrealistic because that's not real life. But if we can, if we can show hope, if we can show bravery, if we can show loyalty, if we can show kindness, and that those traits help our characters overcome hard things, then the overriding feeling of the book is hope and positive and love and, and those kinds of things. Yeah. Um, I love what everyone has said, like, and I can totally see it in all of your books, which is so fun. I was thinking about this question and like, if I had villains in my book, and I, I think I have one character that I've written that I would say is villainous, and I was not very comfortable with it. <laughs> and it's funny because like, even readers to this day will like comment on that character and people don't like him. And I, anyway, so most of my um antagonist is what I would call them. Mm -hmm. They aren't necessarily evil or bad, but they definitely want different things from my protagonists and they get mm -hmm. in the way and they cause conflict that's not necessarily good versus evil, but just like how is my, are my main characters going to reach their potential and their happiness? And they, they might have to um, work through that with these other characters. So I feel like overall my books don't have like a ton of like um, really negative characters as much as maybe I'm sure Tracy's too. <laughs> yeah. so Tracy wins the trophy yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about more. the genre. <laughs> yeah, well, it's all, I mean, it's really bad when you can say you kill people for a living, but you can't say that in public because people might take it the wrong way. <laughs> like, oh my goodness. That's <laughs> true. That's but true. we can also say, I mean, on the flip side, we could say, you know, we use our words to uplift and, and entertain people. Doesn't that sound lovely? Yes, yeah, that's, totally that's way better. a lot better Acceptable. than killing go, people. Go with that one. Go with that <laughs> I know. One. I have to be careful who I'm talking to. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing that with us. And um, listeners, we would love to hear what your favorite character traits are. Um, let us know what you enjoy reading. Leave us a message on our Facebook or Instagram pages or in the comments on YouTube. And who knows, maybe some of those character traits will appear in some of our books. Thanks for listening this week, and we hope you'll join us again on Between the Lines. <laughs>